This is Barely Legal. Hi there, welcome to today's episode of Barely Legal. My name is Eva Even. And I'm Barry Sedana. And on today's episode, we're going to be deviating from the norm a little bit and talking about midterm elections. Which are on this upcoming Tuesday. So when you hear this episode, it'll be tomorrow. And it's really important that everyone votes in this election, especially because overall in midterm elections, we see lower turnout than with presidential elections. But midterm elections are really important. And we're going to be talking about what's on the ballot in all the states and also more specifically in North Carolina, because a lot of our listeners are from North Carolina, just so you guys have an idea of what's on the line this year. Mm-hmm. So what's on the ballot? Senate races um, in North Carolina specifically, we've got Supreme Court justices, North Carolina House, North Carolina Senate, Attorney General, Sheriff, Raleigh has a mayor- like a mayoral race going up, yeah. I think, and then local elections. So the thing about the midterms is that they tend to be obscure for lack of a better word and there's a lot of research that has to be done to go into these things and I understand I think I can empathize with like the average voter who's super busy and doesn't get the time to go like research and yeah. then vote like I think mm-hmm. there's a soil and water conservation candidate on mm-hmm. the ballot this year in uh, my area specifically and who knows who, who is. yeah, yeah soil who and is water. going to research <laughs> you know and that's one of those nonpartisan offices which is mm-hmm. really important interesting also because most people vote based on party if they don't know mm-hmm. and that's you know that's the candidates. easy right mm-hmm. yeah and if it's a nonpartisan office who are you gonna vote for mm-hmm. you know to make this decision because soil and water it does have an impact mm-hmm. on us daily Absolutely. and these local offices they may seem um insignificant but they do play a larger like a larger role in our society in our day-to-day lives definitely and mm-hmm. i think they haven't bigger impact than these Mm -hmm. national you know national races do right the senate and the house right now aren't really because of the polarization and that's something that we were talking about also Mm -hmm. they aren't really able to get much done right now they're very locked in stuff yeah and same same with the president and even though they are making these huge big decisions and that's why it's more difficult to make them because they want to make sure everyone agrees or a majority agrees on those decisions in local elections we have decisions that are impacting us and that it might be easier to see that impact Mm -hmm. also like deciding whether with school funding or deciding whether or not you know someone is placed in a district for a certain school like Mm -hmm. if you're worried about your children's education if you're worried about your own education even the Mm -hmm. school board is up for election too So, like, these are decisions that can actually manifest themselves and affect our lives. So it's worth voting in them. Yes, definitely. So we wanted to talk about Senate seats, national Senate seats that are likely to flip. Mm -hmm. And just by name, I think, like, Georgia, Nevada, Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, um, Arizona, Wisconsin, and Ohio are the seven, I think, that are, like, that people are saying are most likely to flip in the latest, like, analysis I saw. Which is really interesting mm-hmm. because right now, as we know, Senate has in the Senate, the Democrats have a majority, and mm-hmm. how they have that majority is with Vice President Kamala Harris yep. being the president of the Senate. Um, 
so they really don't have a majority majority right now nothing concrete yeah. yeah and in the house of representatives they also have one and of course the president right now joe biden is democrat so right now it's uniform with the parties but mm-hmm. what tends to happen is the president's party tends to do not so good in midterm elections so it's very likely that those Senate seats will flip, and mm-hmm. that means that the Senate will most likely become a okay. Republican Senate. Mm-hmm. As far as issues themselves that are on the ballot, we know that like politicians have been talking a lot about abortion, gun rights, the environment, healthcare, civil rights, criminal justice. Just as far as things that are on the ballot, I know that Joe Biden specifically recently said that he wants to codify Roe. He wants to codify the right to abortion, but like mm-hmm. we just don't have the Senate power. So, um, which is really interesting mm-hmm. because you had the Senate power. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. There has been time where Roe could have been codified, and I think this is something we touched on in our um, Dobbs episode. But a lot of you know this polarization when it comes to different issues. Mm-hmm. I think it's turning people away from voting. I know I would be very overwhelmed right now seeing all the negative ads. For example, with North Carolina, um, the Senate race is Sherry Beasley and Ted Ted Budd. Yeah. And I keep seeing negative ads for both both parties. Yeah. Yeah. I, my seven-year-old brother was watching YouTube and something like something against Sherry Beasley. He was like, "Who is Sherry Beasley?" Yeah, and I just—it's just—it is so frustrating. And it's and, really interesting because, like, one of the ads against Sherry Beasley is actually about like something about child predators and her yeah. being okay. And no, I'm like, I know I, it was if, that one. I'm yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. And I'm like a seven-year-old is seeing one, yeah. that, like, and he was watching very intently, by the way. Yeah. To yeah. what extent? Are we going to allow this sort I mean, of polarization just, to continue I mean, on both just, sides? It's lacking in, t- in integrity and it's just, it's, you know, baseless attacks by both party. Because also Because like, that's how we win an election, apparently. Yeah, and what's mm-hmm. the platform? And mm-hmm. I understand that mm-hmm. those kinds of ads get your attention, right? You, yeah. Wow, someone did some crazy thing. I mean... And why would you want yeah, 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 mm-hmm. exactly. Um, but also, I think the average voter wants to know you know, what issues are these mm-hmm. people actually concerned about? Yeah, like stop grandstanding and tell us what you think so we can decide whether or not to vote for you. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's some, that, that sincerity is something we're lacking in this election, I would say. Yeah, and I'm hoping that as we, you know, as we start to see more elections, I'm hoping that the in, during the 2024 election, people will learn from this because I think that I think we've also mentioned it, this, but I think the average American is moderate. Oh, you know yeah, what I mean? And absolutely. I think this idea and this polarization is really, really harming the voter turnout. And that's something we can talk about after the midterms and we see that turnout. Definitely. But also I think it's helping turnout as well in the sense that I've seen a lot of people, you know, a lot of people turned out for 2020 election. Why'd they turn out for the that? polarization. Yeah, like, polarization. I think it- it can go both ways, but a lot of the podcasts and like, you know, voter podcasts I've been listening to, people are saying that they're frustrated by both parties. The mm-hmm. right is, the right is frustrating them with their like whatever insurrectionist policy, like all that. The left is frustrating them with their identity politics. Yeah, and like they don't feel as if their voices are being heard or their concerns are being met. Yeah, because and 
And because of that, a lot of people are saying they're not going to vote mm-hmm. because they don't feel like their voice matters. And, and they, they yeah. don't feel like they have a candidate that mm-hmm. actually oh, yeah. represents them. And it's like a choice. It's a very conscious, active choice. It's being yeah. made by a lot of voters in this country. And that is a huge issue because when the electorate doesn't cast their vote, then we don't have a democracy. Yeah, yeah. then the people aren't mm-hmm. represented, represented, and mm-hmm. that leads to more of this polarization, Absolutely. which... Self and re- self-reinforcing. Exactly, which is really, really harmful. But regardless, it is still very important that everyone who is eligible to vote goes out and votes tomorrow, November Mm -hmm. 8th. Please vote if you haven't yet done so during early voting, absentee voting. Mm -hmm. If you're not eligible to vote yet, you know, have parents, guardians, family members that you know, anyone that you know, ask them, you know, tell, let them know to go out to vote. And it doesn't, it shouldn't matter what party that they're planning to vote for. What matters is that they're going out and, and voting. Their voice heard. Yeah, yeah absolutely. exactly. And that is all we have for you today. Please vote and we will <laughs> see you in two weeks. Thank you guys.